0: Shady Pines Radio. Hey.
1: Ah. Talk and turn it. Hold up. We're chilling in the PDX. Roll hey. up the blunt. Who we having on next? Who we have on on. With the comedy. Charlie with the facts. Ah. We spitting game. Feeling like some max. Hey. Everything and nothing. Everything and nothing. Everything and then O-T-H-I-N-G. Hey. Hey. Everything hey. and nothing. Everything. Hey. Let's
2: take a Welcome back to another fun episode of Everything and Nothing. I'm your host, Chris. This is my co-host, Charlie. Uh, i Charlie. And this week's guest is Benjamin Teer. Uh, he's a Portland, well, he, he was a comedian. He's still funny. Follow him on Twitter, mostly for political information, presented in a way that doesn't make you want to stab your soul out. Uh, which is pretty difficult to do. Uh, we love having them on. We're going to talk about uh, hairstyles, uh, which doesn't really apply to me, um, <laughs> but really applies to Charlie and Ben as they are glorious look at people's. Um, we're going to talk about, of course, a little bit of political stuff. And then, uh, oddly enough, some people had happy things happen to them in the last two weeks. Uh, so if you'd like to have a little bit of of serotonin by proxy keep listening after this
1: golden age kombucha golden age kombucha
2: the drink for the summer so sweet flavors that you wanna try probiotics
1: to help you not die tart to subtly sweet Golden Age Kombucha, more than just a drink, just a dream. We are based in Portland.
2: Google us on the internet. Internet, oh, internet. <laughs>
1: Crap! What's the matter? Aw, oh, this stupid lighter won't stick to the light post. What? Huh? Hey, what are you doing? I'm trying to get this maraca to stick, huh? Maraca? What are you trying <coughs> hey, Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, What now?
2: Dude, you need stickers from Sticker Ninja. Say what? Sticker
0: Ninja makes awesome, high-quality vinyl stickers.
1: Yeah, but I need my business logo on them. Mr. Cat's Maracas and Lighters.
0: Yo, give Sticker Ninja your logo, and they'll make
2: custom stickers for you. But stickers just fade in the sun, or they fall off when it rains. The stickers from Sticker Ninja are waterproof and UV resistant. And best of all, they're from Portland. Support local businesses, dude! Sweet! Are you water resistant?
1: So where do I find Sticker Ninja?
0: Go to StickerNinja.com and check out their website.
2: Get free quotes on custom jobs and hey, use the discount code SPR10 for a 10% discount on stickers. Support Sticker Ninja and Shady Pines Radio.
1: I'm on it! Sticker Ninja! You're every yeah, time okay. every every time I drink seltzer now, I'm just like, why the fuck am I doing this? <laughs> like I it's it used to be really enjoyable. And like I guess there are still some kinds that I really like, but like I just associate it now with so much pain and 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 misery, and I just like I don't know because it's not it's not the seltzer itself; it's not very strong. But I always mix it with vodka because that's, oh, <laughs> come on, sure. and like the vodka's fine, beer's fine. Um, I'm I'm really glad they're coming out with tea now. Like,
2: oh,
0: it's
2: tea, tea the did next you wave? see that White Claw is upping their game though, and they're making a harder alcohol version of their hard seltzers.
1: And yeah. yeah, and I want to. I have to try it. I have to. And I, I know. I know I'm not gonna. It's gonna be bad. But <laughs> I have to. I I am. There's something inside of my brain. I it's it's like yeah, I'm an alcoholic, whatever. But like, but there's something else on
2: top of that.
1: With the seltzer, <laughs> that I am just. It, it, it's it's a ritual. I I have to do it, and I can't explain it um people are worried do you, and do you have hope for the tea i've so i've tried the truly tea and it's it's very tasty it's good um i i don't know because it was a white claw that's also doing tea is that something
2: yeah they're about to start <sighs>
1: I I think that'll probably be great, and that's the thing they need to do for addicts, uh, very sad, hopeless people like me, because (laughs) I'm so tired of the original flavors, and I, like I said, I I associate them with nothing but pain and misery, Um, and I, I, I have, I look forward to the tea being better, I don't look forward to where it's gonna lead me in life.
2: It's going to lead you to fun new stories that may or may not include Lazy Day, which just goes to show you the level of sketchiness you will probably encounter.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are definitely aspects of that that are very appealing, and there are aspects of that that are intangibly horrifying. So it, that describes the experience of, of the hard seltzer to a tape. <laughs> I'm gonna give <good> points. <laughs> We're Ladies silly,
0: gentlemen. <laughs> Chris, roll the intro before we right? I have I have stuff to talk about in this. Look, I keep as well. <laughs> I keep doing it in the other thing anyway, and so I don't even know that we have to do it here. All right, all right. Okay, well then I'm gonna I'm gonna tell my brief story about uh, Seltzer. So uh, there's this guy on YouTube I watch. That's right, <laughs> it's your fucking turn. Thank you. <laughs> uh, like, there's this guy on uh
1: popcorn charlie
0: <laughs> this guy on YouTube his name is James white and he has this channel called freakin reviews where he does like as seen on t v stuff and uh he he did this thing and they're essentially a scratch and sniff sticker that you stick onto like the pull tab of your seltzer and then you scratch it and so when you take a drink and you like inhale it it's supposed to enhance the flavor but anyway to to uh you know, test this out. He just bought like 10 cans of seltzer, like all the way from, from Bud Light to like four loco makes of seltzer. I didn't know that. And he just I am like,
2: not recommend that one. Yeah, he,
0: he went all the wild. way down the line. He was he was keeping a sip counter at the bottom. And, and by the time he got to the four loco, he's like, Oh boy, like, I'm just gonna need some water. Like this is yeah, rough. And he's like, Oh, and this just smells like blueberry muffins, it doesn't help at all. Like <laughs> <I> just <laughs> like why does this even exist?
1: Nothing's gonna fix the four loco seltzer. No. no. Um, and I it's really funny because it's based the concept is basically like what bitters are for a cocktail. Right. But a, a scratch and snip sticker for seltzer.
0: <laughs> you know, I put better like bitters into just like seltzer water, sparkling water. That's mm. pretty good.
1: Yeah. I yeah, bitters know. are great.
0: It has a rhubarb bitters? Mm. Yeah. Chris just slowly slips his white claw.
2: <laughs> no, this one's uh, Corona hard seltzer. Oh.
1: And how is that one?
2: It's not bad. It's pineapple flavored and uh, it's pairing really well with this orange rock star.
0: kind <laughs> 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 of got like a tropical theme going on.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, what you're basically doing is <clears throat> you what you're mixing here is essentially a light for Loco.
0: Right. Like the original, <laughs> Chris. Chris oh, yeah. loves Four Locos.
2: Look, I never had the original Four Loco. Okay.
1: Yeah. It. I. I took a few sips of one in college when these.
2: Oh, this is now scary. Keep going. These,
1: well, these. these uh, we had we had some people over to our house for a party, <laughs> and um, I'm trying desperately not to say that it was illegal, but I think we're past the statute of limitations on that. We had some freshmen over to our house for a party (laughs) in college and like, we were pounding shots of vodka and whiskey and they had four locos. Like, like, like they all had multiple four locos. And, uh, I was just curious and took a sip of it. And I was, I was just like, this tastes like motor oil and lemon. Like it's, it's so, it's so bad.
2: They got that lemon in there though.
1: They did. They, they they managed to squeeze some lemon in there, <laughs> and uh, and uh, I mean, you know, I was pretty young back then too. But the the four loco people were the ones who were all throwing up. Uh, like,
2: well, yeah, like that was into the not healthy. Now, <clears throat> most human, I don't know. recognize a toxin of that level. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I I have gotten to the point now I think now, this is a
2: person who blacks out after two. Oh, go ahead.
1: I think we froze up a little bit. Um I've I've gotten to the point now where if I take a whiff of any kind of for i just my body rejects it immediately.
2: Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sound the alarm. Why? <laughs> we don't we don't know, we remember the smell though, and no, just no.
1: <laughs> Something bad happened. <laughs> And it wasn't even Something to
2: me. wicked this way comes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is, that is some intense impression. Like, <laughs> your brain yeah. went that, that is a fuck no.
1: Having cool. alcohol ruined for, having a kind of alcohol ruined for you because of what it did to someone else that's rather intense. than
0: what it did to you. Just the smell of, you know, too much Axe body spray and vomit and... <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's a, ooh, that is a nostalgic menagerie of trauma. (laughs) We
2: need some Doritos in there somewhere. A
1: a, a, a bouquet of of, uh, barfing bad times. I don't
0: normally, I mean, I don't consistently uh, throw up when I drink. Um, But the two times it's happened uh, that I can really vividly remember was one time with... uh, Red wine, Oof. which was pretty bad in itself. But then uh, the other time was with, like, I I was probably already drunk on a bunch of cider. And then I went home and drank, like, more cider uh, and ate a whole bag of Cheetos. Mm. And then, like, woke up at, like, probably five in the morning and just, like, this orange goo. like
1: <laughs> Most of the time, I don't vomit. And there are a lot of times where I wake up and I'm just like, God, I wish I'd thrown up. Like, because my body just doesn't, um, and if I do, it is way later and it's like, I will wake up in the middle of the night and suddenly be very ill. And that doesn't happen often, but that's usually how it goes when alcohol makes me throw up. The only other time it does is it's like that if, if it's like a really low quality, uh, liquor and I take a sip or a whiff of it like it triggers the gag reflex immediately and that i usually just choke back because i know i'm not i'm not vomiting because i've had too much i'm vomiting because my body's doing the thing where it's just like (laughs) absolutely not you are too old for this
2: stop you don't tell me what to do
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's so funny because like i i used to get those uh it used to trigger my gag reflex like that whenever I would do like nasty drugs. And so it's kind of funny because I have this weird association with holding back vomit when I'm not actually like that fucked up with, Oh, I'm going to feel really good soon. <laughs> so, <laughs> so every time I get like that, I'm like, okay, well this is hell now, but in 15 minutes I'm going to feel uh, absolutely amazing. Uh, but alcohol, you know, it doesn't work so that way. Nope. Yeah. Don't, don't do drugs,
2: listeners. <laughs> yeah, don't do drugs.
0: <laughs> I uh, I have a pretty, or I used to as a kid, I, I don't know about now, but I used to have a pretty overactive gag reflex. Like there was something in my file at the dentist's office, like this kid will throw up on you. Uh,
1: <laughs> <kind> of, <laughs> I guess, yeah, it's pretty important that they have that information.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they knew me. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, my orthodontist, I think, was the worst because he would, like, just grab my head and, like, manipulate, just, like, like, I'm a freaking, like, gooseneck lamp, just, like, moving me around. <laughs> and then he would, like, shove cotton swabs and, like, yank on stuff. And then I am just, like, Ugh. but uh, someone told me, like, if you clench your left thumb like this, that's supposed to help your gag reflex. I don't know.
2: Charlie, I want you to someday go back and listen to the exact way you told this story, because I want you to know that sounds way more sexual than you intended it to.
0: (laughs) He would crank me like a gooseneck.
1: I had a weirdly sexual experience with the orthodontist once. um, When I was actually getting, like, the preliminary process before getting my braces, they like we're doing a bunch of stuff to my jaw and my teeth. And uh, one of those things, I guess involved measuring jaw strength and the, like I had to bite down on a thing and it was sent to a computer and there were numbers involved. And the lady who was, who was administering this test said to me, wow, you have a really strong jaw. And I was like, okay. And she said, that's a compliment for a man. And I was like, I'm 13. <laughs> This is weird.
0: (laughs) Well, as we've uh, not to get too political too early, but just I kind of I'm sensing it in the wind. Uh, As we found out yesterday, thirteen year old is a man. So,
1: yeah, I mean, here's the crucial difference, though. I was white, right? So I, I yeah, it it was only a matter of time until we 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 took a hop, skip, and a jump to this topic. Well,
0: (laughs) oh yeah. I mean, we and could we could jump back to this. We could do mental health check, but I feel like that's going to tie in even more. So yeah, you know, whatever you know, I'll let the, I'll let the host uh, control.
2: Charlie, <laughs> you are one of the fucking hosts. Yeah, I, I just, just want to really confused again. Throw that out there. I'm just going to keep hammering that home until it, it 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 sticks. You're you're right here with me, buddy. Speaking and the listeners Charlie's don't know this. Health,
1: the listeners don't know this, but you're the one with the background, Charlie.
2: Right. (laughs) (laughs) If you watch it on
0: YouTube, you know, all kinds of shit. It's true. We Uh, put them out there now. (laughs) Eventually, eventually we do. I
1: mean, I I mean, I I don't know if it's, if, 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 for what it's worth, there were, there were three things that I, I had wanted to talk about today. And that, that, that definitely was one of them.
0: All right. Well, by all means you the person who comes with the agenda gets <laughs> has the floor.
1: <laughs> I mean I I, I I didn't, you know, it, it wasn't it wasn't like it absolutely had to happen, but I feel like uh oh, yeah, it was this, gonna <laughs> this subject is unavoidable. Yeah. Um, because yeah. Uh, wait,
2: wait. Is the siren at one of your
0: guys' houses? Uh I think, it's mine, I think.
1: I think it's early, yeah. B- b-
0: this street right behind my house. These cops just roll up and down. The other night, it was probably like two in the morning. I went up to like go get some water, and I look outside like the window in my kitchen or dining room, or whatever. And across the street, there's just like a, a cop parked with his lights on, just like, and, I, I, and I'm just like standing there in my window looking at him. I'm sure he could see me. I'm just like, what is going on? And he just like zooms off. and I mean, like see him come back the other way. I'm like, so apparently something's going on in this street. He's,
1: he's just vibing. Yeah, he's fine. fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh it's April No, this has been a terrible week. It's yeah, it's April seventeenth as we record this. Correct. And uh it feels a lot like June of last year already.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's starting to get that way. Circle
1: We've already had
2: what, fifty three mass shootings this year?
1: I, it's something like, like it's like it sounds like you're just that making that like number a, up, yeah. but it sounds accurate.
0: Uh, let me uh, continue.
2: I will. Quickly yeah, we'll, we'll so. get our fact checkers on it real quick.
1: Um, so yeah, we, we had, uh, in addition to that, uh, there was a mass shooting yesterday morning in Indianapolis.
2: Oh, okay. 54, um, my bad.
1: And, oh, you weren't counting that one. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking news. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, lots God. of mass shootings. And then last week, uh, Dante Wright was killed.
0: 147 as of, as of April 16th.
1: Jesus Christ!
2: I missed a few. I'm sorry. Uh,
1: Holy oh, shit!
0: Uh, we are number one!
1: We are number one! I saw that map of mass shootings in the U.S. that was floating around social media. And there apparently was one in Gresham. And I... I must've missed
0: that. I mean, I'm not entirely shocked by that. I heard something about that yesterday. I went to forest park and as I was driving, I was like, looking at my phone and Google gives me like little news alerts. And it's like, uh, police shot a man in a park. And I'm like, cool. And I just like, I don't want to be in a park now.
1: What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Benjamin
2: tears. The one who told me about that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I, uh, I woke up yesterday morning and was just like, and I just, you know, I, I do it. I, sometimes I wake up for like a couple hours and I just go back to bed. So I have my second to sleep. And uh, after I woke up from my second sleep was when the news had broken about uh, Portland police killing a man in Lent's Park. And within a very short matter of time, around 150 people had assembled at the park. And every single cop in Multnomah County had also <laughs> assembled around the park to keep people away from the investigation. Um, so, so far, I guess what we know is that this person was homeless. Um, cops claim that he had a gun. Witnesses say that he was walking away from them uh, when within 30 seconds of being given commands, he was shot uh, with by officers with rifles. And uh, other than that, uh, I, mean, the co- I, I forget exactly what the cops said, uh, but it didn't match with what multiple witnesses had said happened. And then, oh, they, um, after, and this is just what I've read so far, after they shot him with the the rifles, they shot him with um, less lethal munitions to see if he was dead. And right. then, 30 minutes later, EMTs were either called or showed up half an hour after they shot him. And from that point, his body... Was at the scene for several hours, uncovered uh, before the medical examiner showed up in an unmarked van, and they very quickly, from that point, uh, just sort of haphazardly got rid of the body. Uh, so people were upset, <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I guess uh, the the cop, a lot of the cops who were there had their riot gear on. And uh, they, when they made their exit, they fired some uh, riot munitions at the protesters and mourners. And um, they do—they like to do this thing where they'll drop like a smoke bomb and then try to disappear behind it. And uh, I call it the magician's exit because I like. What else is that? That is that is one hundred percent the only Batman. Batman's either just... yeah,
2: that... <laughs> no, that reminds and... me entirely of uh, Riley and Jonesy from
1: Letterkenny. so one of the things that we've we've noticed over the last few years with PPV is that they're always really poor judges of wind and the (laughs) uh the smoke just blew back at them and it didn't really create the smoke screen effect that they wanted uh just really perturbed people more than they already were um and then they got back on their riot vans and dispersed uh, but apparently it was like absolute mayhem around the park. Um, I had a friend who tried to get near it like several hours after shit had been popping off. And um, he they uh, activists and protesters like shoot him away like now's not the time. <laughs> and so I guess he went and hung out at the Walmart parking lot, and there were people just going wild, like doing donuts and shit in their cars. and the Walmart was closed. Uh, which, you know, that doesn't happen often. No. <laughs> so, you know, some shit has gone down if Walmart is closed. And for the, for a Walmart par- parking lot to be discernibly wilder than usual, that is another, uh, that is another benchmark, um, that's being passed. So, uh, yeah. Um, then afterwards, last night, uh, some folks went downtown. There was a planned vigil and march, for Adam Toledo and there was another action that was taken um, sort of in response to Dante Wright and Adam Toledo and this so far unnamed person who was killed by PPB yesterday. um, And I guess the Apple store got lit on fire.
0: Wow. I I remember like last June, that was kind of like the first thing that I noticed, like, when I went down, it was, like, the, they had it all boarded. The Apple store was all boarded up and started seeing all the murals and stuff there. And then they had a the big thing about, like, oh, we're coming back. We're reopening. And now it's...
1: Yeah, they they have um, a very thick wall uh, and, a, and a fence, like, behind that wall now. I guess they gave the murals uh, to Don't Shoot PDX to hold on to, which... If, if you're gonna get rid of the murals, it, it's cool that they they gave them to Don't Shoot, right. rather
2: um, than just like throwing them away or whatever.
1: Yeah, because that's kind of what it looked like had happened. But they they I actually uh, before I went on my trip to to Florida, which is one of the other things I wanted to talk about, I <laughs> I had to go to the Apple Store, and so I saw they had like a a marker saying like the murals that used to be here were donated to or not donated but given to the care of uh, Don't Shoot. V D X and so so I had I, I had to go to the Apple store to have my my phone looked at um, and I was live tweeting about it because I was being allowed inside of Fort Apple Store and <laughs> you had to wait in a line you know six feet and then they lead you in to where you wait in another line um, and then when you finally get inside of the store it's all like all the products are are gone um, it's just a long the walls, there are kiosks with, uh, employees who will either sell you shit or help you with your brand You have to talk to them through, it's kind of like, like kind of like a bank window right? Um, where there's a, a screen and a microphone. And then there's a little slot for you to stick your broken yeah. planned obsolescence piece of shit <laughs> iPhone. And, uh, yeah, um, it was, it was surreal, but, I don't know. I I think it's really funny how people will walk around downtown and like bemoan the fact that stuff is boarded up. It's just, it's a weird thing to be upset about.
0: (laughs) My grandma has a friend who lives kind of by uh, PSU campus. And my, you know, my grandma calls me and she's like, is, well, I mean, over the summer, she's like, is Portland okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Like it's one, anyway don't have to relitigate but then like she's like well kathy sharp my friend she says there's you know boards on the windows i'm like "Uh uh-huh like (laughs) she's like isn't that scary i'm like no it's wood like
2: it's it's not haunted, lying. Like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, yeah, I, like I guess people associate the boards with like condemned buildings, and so there's sort of this visceral reaction of like, "Oh, everything's gone." But
0: um, well, it's like there's thing, there's actual businesses that have gone out of business because of the pandemic, or just you know because shit moves around it because it's a city. Like you don't always.
1: You know. Yeah, most of those boards were. Uh, long before um, june of 2020 they right. they were up as soon as as soon as we had to lock lockdown quote unquote um because they weren't going to be having customers inside and property crime is already like a huge it's it's a huge yeah, yeah if you're going to
2: leave a giant building of you know expensive shit left alone for weeks on end you right. want to put something up to protect it more than class.
1: Exactly. Um, because that's always been a, an issue in Portland. So it's, it, it, it was the, the business alliance and the police and the mayor uh, have all tried to make it seem like everything, every ill downtown is somehow now rooted in the protests, which is so ironic because, I mean, our whole message is every ill, is is rooted in what we're protesting against. Yeah. Um, And that's just something that the mayor and the business alliance and the police refuse to acknowledge in any meaningful way.
2: Okay, we've hit my like limit for like serious conversation. So I want to bring us right back real quick. Ben, you mentioned that you wake up two times. Okay. Now this means that you have an opportunity that I do not usually have. You could have one breakfast and then go back to sleep and then wake up and have second breakfast. How often would you say you take advantage of that ability?
1: If if I have a day off and, and I'm waking up once and I know I'm going to wake up again, I will always make time for first and second breakfast. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. I I just,
2: honestly, I'm trying to figure out what percentage Hobbit you are. That's
1: all. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I got a lot of it um, shaved and cut away by a hairdresser. I see that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I definitely looked more Hobbit like the last time you talked to me.
0: Yeah. You kind of look more dwarf now. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Yeah.
1: I, you know, I go back and
0: forth. Um, I'm mixed. Yeah, there you so. go. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can have half-elf. Well, why can't you have, like, half-halfling? You know, a
1: quarterling. <laughs> quarterling.
0: <laughs> what, what, did, what did it mate with to get smaller? A pixie? What
1: is... <laughs> well,
0: no, I just mean to say, like, my dad's a dwarf. My mom's a halfling. So I'm a quarterling. <laughs> dwarf. Mixed, I don't know. I think Uh, you mean a three-quarterling. Yeah, like I'm an an eighthling two generations back on my mom's (laughs) side.
1: I'm a one-sixteenth-quarter halfling. (laughs) And now I'm a senator.
0: I'm also my own grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) Time! sounds funny, I know, but it really is so. Oh, so many points. (laughs) So many points, you beautiful bastard. Loving
1: For the love of everything and the space in between. Thursdays, 10 to 11, here on Shady Pines Radio. You're listening to Shady Pines Radio.
2: Um, okay. So while we do have the opportunity here uh to talk about happy moments, we're gonna we're gonna go into the mental health check-in here. Uh Ben, you just recently got to have a fucking vacation. So hopefully some part of you has
1: has been happy. Yeah, yeah. I feel refreshed and recharged. I got to see my parents for the first time in over a year. I got to see some friends who I haven't seen in an even longer amount of time. I feel uh um, like a total asshole for traveling but uh the way that i reasoned it was okay so it's been over a year since i've seen my parents they won't stop asking me to kind of see them and it's that's not going to get any better as time goes on and i i want to try and go to florida before the summer because more people are going to be traveling and more people are going to be traveling in less safe ways. And to Florida, because by the summer, what I reasoned is, you know, more people are going to be vaccinated, but also more people are going to be reckless, um, whether or not because of that, just because the impression will be that, you know, it's safer to travel and whatnot when, who knows. Um, So I decided to travel uh, this month instead of in the summer months, and the weather was way better for that than it would have been. Um, I, the airports weren't super busy. Uh, I got to go on a nonstop flight both ways, which I've never, ever been able to do from PDX to the the East coast. Um, but yeah, Florida itself was like, in terms of my experience there, I tried to look at it going in as an adventure because I knew that they would be a little more, lax with pandemic procedures. Mm -hmm. And I guess what I didn't anticipate was how all of that was going to feel. (laughs) And it was very overwhelming. I'll say,
2: did you Um, forget
1: that adventures are scary? (laughs) Uh, well, (laughs) I've become used to a very specific type of scary adventure. Yeah, that's fair. So this was a new one. And I mean, that's the whole point of an adventure. Um, but I would say overall, uh, despite being around so many people who seem to only wear a mask because they're worried about being yelled at by the fun police, uh, <laughs> despite that, overall it was a good trip and I feel way better than I did before I took that trip.
2: Well, I'm glad you feel good, man.
1: And now I have to wait two weeks before I can do, go on any other adventures.
2: Which is probably fine you could yeah. you could use a small break from adventures
1: yeah that's that's it's fair
2: I uh that sounds nice let's see since since the last time we recorded because we we took two weeks off um let's see i I did a show um it wasn't great
1: <laughs> <laughs> like a like a live show yeah. Like in person, live. Yeah, yeah. I you mean, a, do you want to say anything more about it?
2: I'm, I'm, I'm figuring out what to say because it's not that <laughs> what like it's not that anything they did was bad. My set was you, not great. Was you just problem. had a bomb. Yeah, okay. I. Uh, it was. It's my first show I've been on in over a year. You know, and I, I don't know. I wound up getting weird with it, and then I have the closer, the the, and that's why you're not supposed to pet the fucking moose joke. Um, right. Yeah, usually goes over real well. Silence. And I was like, all right, well, I've been Chris Cox. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what I mean when I say it did not go well. Um, but like, I I really, I don't know. I thought I had a decent thing that I was working with where I'll, I'll tell two set up jokes, right? Which for me is usually making fun of my name and then making fun of North Pole. You know, <laughs> it, it gives you enough about me to know that we're probably doing a little bit of self-deprecating humor tonight, and I'm going to be getting real weird. And then you're just along for the ride if you're with me. And so uh, they were not, as it turns out. I uh, I also realized that every joke I did was about Alaska. And I was like, well, that's interesting. And I started, like, talking that over with my therapist after, because apparently that's the journey I'm on these days. And <laughs> I'm like, here's the problem. I think... I think I'm homesick, but like I don't understand why. And he's like, okay, I'm gonna need you to break down both of those things. And I'm like, okay, okay. And so I tell him about the set, which was all Alaska stories. And some of them were things I've never done on stage before. So I don't know why I chose to do it then. You know, on a show was not the best time to try a whole new five minute fucking story. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know why that's what I chose to do, but it's what I did. And, uh, i was like yeah so that's why i think i'm homesick is because that's all i'm talking about on stage lately i'm like okay and so why doesn't that make sense to you i was like oh because i don't even like any of those people like (laughs) which is not entirely true but i don't have a whole lot of good memories of alaska and like i don't see why i would want to go back there and he's like well you felt isolated for a whole year And whether or not it was great, it's the closest thing to home you've really known. So, yeah, you want to go back. And, like, there are parts of that that are worth at least leaving open for exploration. And I'm like, that's true. My sisters are okay. I wish, I wish some of them would make better life choices, but (laughs) we're all doing the best we can. Uh, and then I started explaining how I'm I'm a little terrified of ever going back home. I'm like, because, like, I regress so hard. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm so sorry that nobody's explained this to you. There's like a triangle of, like, therapy bits, right? Things that we want to accomplish to show that you're, like, actually done with therapy. And the first is getting you to do these things to you. The second is doing him with your friends and, like, people you're close with right now and then the third is 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 your family when you can when you can go and be a completely healthy person around the family that put you you know in the situations that (laughs) develops the things uh and you can be in like perfectly okay and be in control of yourself and that's when you'll know you're done with therapy and i'm like oh okay so the fact that that seems like a a daunting unrealistic task to me right now is uh is perfectly normal he's like yeah i'm like cool Cool, and then okay. So we had a weird bit where he tried to make me be like proud of me for a thing, um, because apparently, and 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 I kind of want to use you two as a as a sounding board for this to like or a census, I guess. Okay, what he says is that normally what happens when people have like the internal uh, dialogue is that they cannot experience like a net gain they can really only bring themselves further down. Hmm. Because usually what happens is like the inner critic is really who's behind the second voice. And so you're just bouncing off of a thing that further depresses you and spirals you downward into whatever your thing was.
0: Okay. I've certainly been there. I've certainly, I've
2: certainly lived that many times. Okay, but my internal dialogue apparently works a little different because we experience net gain. Like, our thing is always, okay, well, that's stupid. What is the actual solution? And then it bounces upwards. And he's like, do you know how long you have to train people to be able to do that? And I was like, I don't know, roughly 20 years. And he's like, oh, so you do. And I was like, I, I got here. I don't, I <laughs> hoped it was faster. With I have therapy. climbed the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Also, my problem is that rather than being proud of me about it, I'm just mad that other people aren't already doing it. is what? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah, other people don't know that you can choose not to surrender to that emotion. Like it doesn't have to rule you. That is that is you figured out somewhere along the way that that is a thing you choose, either because you can just let that shit pass. It's hard. <laughs> but By you me- can you can do it.
1: I think that speaks to one of the positive effects of being able to compartmentalize. Um, Like you may be in the past have used compartmentalization to uh, some, to a degree that is unhealthy. And that's why, you know, that's how, that's what got you where you are, but you also learned valuable skills being able to compartmentalize so well.
2: Yeah. Like there are, there are gifts within these curses. That is true. (laughs)
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, not not to say that I don't constantly bring myself down. I do. Definitely like I find myself at work like if I ever like angry text you Chris, that's because <laughs> I've like got stress and I was like yelling at myself like why wasn't why were why can't you be faster? Like why does everything oh, you suck like and you know, like they just want to torture you. Nobody loves you. Anyway, but there are times when like th- so this past week um well, in the past couple of weeks, because we we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, I guess, like ADHD. And I forget who was our guest. Was it Julia who was talking about ADHD is on the same spectrum as autism or, you know, consider Ooh, I, don't, I don't
2: I don't know whether him. that
0: was Amy or Julia, but whoever it was. Thank you so much, because that's kind of a great way to like that, that kind of puts stuff into perspective for me. And I couldn't it started me on a research uh, rabbit hole, which is a symptom of ADHD, uh, you know, where I just like fixate and, you know, i pick up a hobby in about 15 seconds. But now that I'm kind of like thinking about these things in this way and I'm, you know, my crazy brain, we're just like, all right, well, you know, how can we use this to our advantage like, to, so I've come, you know, maybe it's not great. Maybe it's not the solution, but I've come come to some like realizations with the voice in my head, <laughs> like, it is. Hey, progress is progress, Charlie. Celebrate that shit. Whoever it is in my head is definitely the person I talk to the most. Like, <laughs> thanks for coming back, Ben.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do anything. You <laughs> just did it all for me.
0: So yeah, it's been um, it's been kind of wild. Uh, I still have like weird moments about about it because I'm like, my mom said that probably said that I had ADHD when I was in like. Sophomore year, and then like nothing ever happened with that. I'm like, man, that really would have helped if I had had any kind of like, if, if I could been like mindful of it and you know, learned figured out how to manage it then, yeah. So that these it's behaviors.
1: not
0: because <laughs> like I live in absolute now. chaos still, and I, well, everybody's just like, just get organized, and I'm like, I just can't, like, I can't focus on that for that long, it just doesn't happen.
2: Organized just means a different thing for you. And this is the thing I keep trying to tell Chelsea, too. Honestly, the answer is not to not throw your shit around. The answer is to have specific bins laying within arm's reach where things have to live. It's just a different kind of organized.
0: Yeah. I, I still am not quite to that level, but, you know, my room is in, like, three distinct areas you know there's bed area work area the closet which is just everything is in the closet All right, attempts to go in the closet if it's in the closet i know it's there i'll find it i, I can dig that's i got time whatever uh i i don't know i'm like you know like in josh, bins charlie at, yeah i mean we look just... at josh joshua metz you know his closet which is just bins stacked on bins and he knows where every little thing is yeah that's honestly the answer and all his t-shirts are hung up and i'm just like i can't i don't know about that like that's just like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i have um i don't really have anything organized but I, i know where everything is right like pretty much at all times um and if i can't find it immediately then it it's never really been that important Um, And to go on what you were saying earlier, I like absolutely showed just very obvious symptoms of OCD in my childhood. And my parents just would always send me to an allergy specialist. (laughs) And so fast forward to like (laughs) over a year ago when I finally regularly started seeing a therapist, I, I told my parents about it. And my mom's first reaction was, I just hope you're not talking about me the whole time. And I was just like, we're not, but that is definitely symptomatic of a reason why someone would talk about their mom in therapy.
2: (laughs) I'm like, but now I'm about to. Thanks for the reminder.
0: (laughs) Everything you say can and will be relayed to my therapist. Thank you. (laughs) Just, just speak into the recorder. It's going to make everything faster.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I got sent to an allergy specialist because I would walk down the steps and have to touch the front door every time. And uh, I mean, I, my parents were trying. I, I don't know what they were trying. I was going to say, trying. what is
2: their justification for allergies being the cause?
1: I think because I twitched a lot and I I twitched as a, as a coping mechanism for intrusive thoughts. So and I still do this as an adult and it's apparently it's okay to do um where you if you just have a sort of centering action that will help sort of not deflect or avoid the thought but just get over that hurdle of the thought um and so as a when I mean, you see a kid twitching a lot like that's concerning um, and I guess <laughs> I, I mean, I, the, well, the irony is I ended up as an adult having horrible seasonal allergies. So. <laughs> I was so, well prepared for it. Yeah. I, I learned a lot about allergies, but I'd never learned why whenever I listened to music in my room, I had to walk around in, uh, 20 perfect counterclockwise circles. And if someone knocked on the door, or walked in, I immediately had to stop and got very angry at them. Um, allergies
0: allergies <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my god That's gonna be my answer for everything from now on uh when i would use like okay, a allergies. public restroom you, i get the paper towel after i wash my hands i always have to wipe the top lip i there's never anything there i just have to do it i
1: don't know i get it similar things i get it i had to when i was i don't do this anymore when i was a kid i had to spend like 10 minutes in the shower before I actually turned the shower on just like under the faucet, making sure that the temperature was absolutely perfect. Hmm. Um, and I, again, I guess that that required an antihistamine prescribed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I just don't, uh... Your parents what do your
1: parents think allergies are? Do they not a- know? A- anything wrong. Ah. <laughs> anything wrong is is either allergies or just go to the My regular finger
2: doctor. points in the wrong direction. Oh man, we got to get you
0: some Benadryl stat, motherfucker. <laughs> like I have a I have a growth on my testicle. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Claritin to me. clear that up. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there was just never any acknowledgement of of mental health. I guess like, and I mean that was a, the '90s were a time when like boys were being diagnosed oh, yeah. a lot with ADHD and stuff. So
0: <laughs> my ride. Uh, so my mom ran a uh, preschool daycare, and um, we had she had some like friends who were also educators, and uh, their son who was seven years older than me a good friend of mine like my whole childhood and um yeah he like he was prescribed Ritalin, i think at the time and like yeah all kinds of stuff and he uh he was a drummer and i'm like oh man that's so cool like, i want to learn how to do that and, uh, I, so i kind of like took it up because of him honestly um but he was like all over the place this dude was like, he would skate and he would just like wakeboard and all kinds of, and, I'm, and they're like well charlie doesn't like sports or running so he's probably just Normal kid, and I'm like, "Uh huh? Like at school, I just can't focus. I hate just sitting there. Like now, I'm just like, I always pace around. Like I used to have that thing where if I was on the phone, I had to be walking. I I still
2: i I mean, I can sit if I have to, but my immediate reaction is to go somewhere where one people can't hear me. I don't know why (laughs) that's so important to me. It's not like I'm doing anything secretive or like. Anything important, even. I just don't want anybody else to have to deal with my conversation.
1: Yeah, and I cannot fucking stand hearing other people talk while I'm on the phone.
2: I used to do this thing in my 20s. I was a very, very annoying person. And I'm sorry to a lot of people for who I was in my 20s. uh, If I'm being very honest, I was not my best self. Um, But if somebody was on the phone near me, I would just say the exact opposite of whatever their half of the conversation had just been. And I would do this the entire okay. time, keeping up with their conversation, until they either walked away from me, or the phone
0: call
1: ended. <laughs> I could see you doing that.
0: Yeah.
1: That tracks.
0: Yeah. When I, when, uh, when I was in high school, my friends and I, if anybody was on the phone, we would just be, we would just, whoever was on the phone, we'd just yell, like, come back to bed, like, put your clothes on, or just like, whatever.
2: Oh, yeah. Just... Normal, normal teenage shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know if it was like instilled in me by my parents because I like would drive them insane while they were on the phone or if it, 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 it I think it's a combination of that and the fact that like if I hear a few thing, it, possibly important things at once, my brain just goes, none of this matters. And then I can't understand anything. Oh, yeah. um, and I've literally had situations so many times where I've had two people talking to me at the same time and I'm just I'm standing there in my own little fury bubble of (laughs) just like okay I can't understand either of you but what I also can't understand is how neither of you can hear that you're talking over each other like what is going on in each of your brains that you cannot process that you are not the only person talking right now and I it's such a hard thing for me to respond to because I, I I usually just have to go. All right, both of you, shut up! You're both talking at once. You go, and then just. <laughs> is it have...
2: usually comedians?
1: Well, I mean, recently, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I've I've had it happen too with like guests on tours and stuff, oh, okay. um, and that's uh, that more often is understandable because it's a result of like alcohol and yeah alcohol uh where they're just really excited and they're just having fun but with comedians that doesn't happen so (laughs) they're not having fun (laughs) (laughs) no they're not excited (laughs) it's just like what is going on just you know sitting in my stool at bar 3dc had fun once oh yeah that's that's fair (laughs) one time one time that's let's uh chris Chris
0: is keeping a book of all the times comedians have ever had fun (laughs) (laughs)
1: it's a very short list (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, i say book <laughs> it really is it's a shopping list let's be real
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's and like it's six of these book. people are dead now
1: so <laughs> uh,
0: i had too much fun i've been watching uh a lot of twitch i think we probably talked about this this year but um been watching a lot of twitch and uh because right now there's this uh Grand Theft Auto Online um, server called No Pixel. And so it's, it's like an RP, server. yeah. Yeah. So these people get super in depth with their characters and they're just you know, you follow them on their channel, they're just running around doing the city doing crazy shit. Lots of crimes, obviously. But then so there's a lot of people, like yeah. a lot of phone calls. So I'll be watching, and like this guy will pick up the phone in the car and he'll be talking, and the person on the other phone the other side of the phone will be talking. And then, like, there's three other people in the car and they're all having a conversation too. And I literally have to either mute it or just turn it off because I like get, like, I'll be doing something else. I'm like, no, that's too much, like, information overload right now. I just like, Shut. Yeah. and I'm like, why can't they understand? Like, I mean, I guess it's a video game to them. This, this guy's on the phone and they're just like, oh, we're just going to talk over. Him. But also because people without ADHD don't have a problem with it.
1: But, but here's the thing
0: is. <laughs> All of these people have ADHD because they sit in front of a computer role-playing for hours and hours. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're but they haven't they're abandoned on Twitch.
1: It. Like that's where it happens. Yeah. That is the place for it.
0: Cause yeah, there's people like oh it's crazy. It's insane. Right now, like everybody's like robbing banks and stuff, and it's like, oh, we can't go right now because this other gang is robbing the bank right now. We have to wait till after they're done. <laughs> like The coordinate their bank heist is great, but it's yeah, pretty distracting. (laughs) But I I love having it on, especially if I'm like editing photos or whatever now, because it's just like it's just background noise. Because that's
2: Charlie's newest uh, hobby.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's, speaking of ADHD, like my brain just needs something to do, like uh, some other thing to think about. For uh, so I'll go to work. And I'm just doing stuff with my hands. And guess what? While you're doing a bunch of stuff with your hands, your brain is just like my brain's like, Oh yeah, let's go. And so I have all these ideas as soon as I get to work. Like, what if we did this for the podcast? What if this happened? Like, I don't know, let's go, let's go crazy. I don't know. And they're all like half-baked and weird, but sometimes they work. (laughs) Yeah. As comedians, we understand that process.
2: That is most of joke writing.
1: Yeah, and then when you don't actually tell the jokes for over a year, you somehow are imbued with this confidence that telling a weird five-minute-long story is going to work, even if you've never told it before, and it's in front of a cold room. Here's,
2: here's what I want you to know. People <laughs> laugh during that. Okay? <laughs> it was a story about the time I thought I'd been shot.
1: And so... <laughs>
0: I I wonder if like maybe because you you've done the podcast you're so used to just kind of like springing these stories out now you're no
2: uh, I think I think Benjamin here can attest to the fact that this is a hundred percent just just part of my process uh, it's just usually that happens at an open mic not on a show
1: yeah <laughs> it's it happens when you have open mics
2: well I think that that is a great story for us to end on. Uh, people, stop making us bitter so that we <laughs> don't have to be an asshole to you. I think is a good message for us to end on. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I've been Chris. This has been
0: Charlie. I'm Charlie. That's Benjamin Tear. Benjamin, thanks so much. You are our... I mean, you've been on the show more than anybody, so uh, please come back
1: love we love, it, we love having well you f- on. thank you for having me and i'd love to be back and it, it was lovely seeing your faces and hearing your voices again <laughs> and hey uh, do you want me
0: to do some headshots for you uh, trying to get in that photography game so Maybe now that i have a head worthy of photography I'm once saying, more looks great
1: thank you <laughs> i, I <laughs> yeah, might just you, have to take you, you up done on that. cleaned up nice honestly thank you
2: fucking uh also everybody who's listening thanks so much for checking us out uh hopefully you're doing it on shady pines radio and if you're not catch us everywhere else you'll hear more about it after this
1: all right. all right well
0: uh there we go another episode done wrapped up down the good bow on it putting the bow on <laughs> uh what did we learn today chris Do we learn anything? Uh, (laughs) Do we ever learn anything?
2: (laughs) We we learned that we really need to get you some uh, some treatment for your ADHD issues. Uh, I don't know what you mean. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. We learned that that you have a great memory, uh, and I have a shitty memory, and both of these are because our brains are broken. Um, It's true. It's true. I learned that it is possible for people to go home and enjoy that experience. Yeah.
0: Sometimes. D- despite yeah. all, <laughs> in spite of all the odds. <laughs> uh, ben returned to Florida and had a good time with his family. So that's nice. Uh, uh, and, you know, big special f- shout out. Thank you to our guest, Ben our returning special correspondent, my <laughs> good friend, Ben Please come back, uh, guys. Well, you, you know uh, we we wait. We, where, where can you find B- Tear bitter, bitter tier on Twitter?
2: Yeah, he's still Bitter Tear.
0: At Bitter Tear. At Bitter Tear on Twitter. We're on Twitter as well. Everything, nothing. Uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts. We have an email address. Everything, nothing. 2020 at hotmail.com uh, we still have questions to answer from the last time Ben was on like naming Chris's virtual strip club and the cat and all these things but uh, you know get back to us when you can <laughs> whenever you decide to give a shit about- <laughs> yeah that'd be good uh, Shady Pines Radio uh, you can get back to them Hey, they have an app and it's been updated and it's available on Android and uh, the Apple App Store, you know, so that's cool. So now you can listen to us no matter what kind of phone you have. Yeah, I I think they're working on something where you can like click on it and it will like bring up information and bring up pictures of our beautiful faces. Uh, But if you don't want to go that route, you can check us out on YouTube. We put full episodes up occasionally when that happens. Uh, when we remember to do things, you know. Stay tuned. Um, yeah, as we've as we discussed, the ADHD. Sometimes I just can't focus on it, so it just disappears. <laughs> Sorry. Speaking of disappearing, uh, yeah. Anything I'm else, Chris? out. <laughs> All right, we're out. Okay. Bye. Bye. Shady Pines Radio.